Welcome to the Land of Etheria. Season 1, The Shattering. Episode 29, Getting Back the Crystal. Once upon a time, in the Land of Etheria, there was a Princess Nea and a Princess Lulu, and they went on the most amazing adventures. They had just rescued Darius from the elves, only to learn that their elf chief had been turned into stone, and the only way to heal him was with the white crystal, which had been stolen. Do you know who has the crystal? The shadow man asked his son Darius. Yes, it was the boy with the ogre and a troll and a girl. They have a girl and she's a white crystal keeper. Did they say where they were going? Darius shook his head. I know where they are going, came a voice from the front of the palace doors. It was an elf. Elves are a little bit shorter than humans, and this elf was just a hair shorter than Lulu. But he was tough. He was a tough elf and was ready to prove it to everybody that he was strong and wasn't afraid of an adventure. They want to use the crystals for themselves. They're going past the Badlands to some ruins, the elf explained. The princesses looked to the shadow man. Can you take us there? Before he could answer, in flew Ryla from one of the windows and hopped over to the party. Princess Ellery of Morinvale. Darius and Simon, children of Elon. Princess Nea and Lulu of Sparland. And then she looked at the two elves, Corin and Nikisha of Forevermore. She looked over at the elf chief, who had been turned into stone. We begin to see what happens if the crystals fall into the wrong hands. The time continues to draw close, and with every passing minute, the darkness grows stronger. Everyone looked at the elf chief. It was clear that if a keeper wasn't careful, anyone could be turned into stone. We must be smart, Ryla continued. Simon, son of Elon, you are needed elsewhere. Nikisha, take Princess Nea and Lulu. Darius and Corin to retrieve the crystal before they get to the Devorian temple. And with that, Princess Nea and Lulu were left again to embark on another amazing adventure. It was clear, though, that Princess Ellery was not going to be left out of this adventure. She was going to come along, too. They headed out from the Elf Grotto, and Nikisha led the way out of the forest and into the northern badlands. They traveled up and over late gravestone, and the weather started to turn sour. Clouds rolled in, and it started to rain. The rain got harder and harder until eventually they saw a flash of lightning, and then a rumble of thunder. We need to find shelter. But where? We're in the Badlands. There's nothing but bushes all around us, exclaimed Ellery. We'll have to make do, said Nea, starting to find large branches and pull them together into a shelter and everyone started collecting large shrubs and branches from the bushes around them. Meanwhile, the rain kept pouring down. While they were collecting shrubs, it became clear that none of the branches were going to be big enough, and they weren't all going to be able to stay dry. Wait, what's over there? Nea said, pointing a ways away to a hill. Follow me, said Nikisha. They hiked across the barren land over a small hill, 
where you could barely make out a doorway in the side of it, mostly because the doorway was almost completely overgrown now with grass and weeds. It's an old bunker, said the elf. Let's use it for shelter. And Rose went over, crouched on her front legs, and pulled on the handle with her powerful bear jaws. Slowly, the door creaked open, and a bunch of dirt and dust flew out. Hello! yelled Darius into the doorway. There was nothing but echoes. After a short pause, the group made their way inside the bunker. It was filled with bunk beds and a small area to cook food and a few cupboards. It was very dirty, and you could tell that plenty of bugs had lived there over the years. As the party was getting ready to settle down for a bit and wait out the rain, they started to hear noise outside of the bunker. They went in here, came a voice. Look here, they found a place to get out of the rain. The adventurers all looked at each other. It's them, said Corn. It's the girl. Lulu, get your crystal ready, Naya said. Darius mounted his bare rose, ready to fight, and Nakisha got out her longbow and arrows. Ellery pulled out her magic wand as well. The door opened slowly at first. Then the ogre flung it wide open. Just as he peeked in, Ellery pointed her wand at the intruder, only to have a sudden wave of fear and confusion fall over her. In fact, everyone in the bunker started to feel confused and afraid. That is, everyone except Lulu and Nikisha. We're going to destroy you, he shouted from the doorway. But he hadn't taken into consideration that he wasn't going to easily fit in the doorway. And in the moment it took him to realize he wasn't going to fit, Nikisha drew her weapon and started to come after him while Lulu pulled out her crystal. They have a crystal, and one of them has a magic or grown weapon, he yelled, and quickly backed away from the entrance. Which kind? What color? came a voice from the outside. It was the girl. It's yellow! Tornadian! From outside, the girl started using her crystal as well on Lulu. And the power of both Devorian crystals, the white and the black, being used on Lulu caused her to fear and get confused. The feeling was stifling, paralyzing really. She tried harder to concentrate, but with every second it got more and more difficult. Can I do this? Am I strong enough to be a keeper? What if I fail? What do I do? Meanwhile, Nikisha charged at the door, scaring the ogre away from the entrance. For Etheria! she shouted. Now with her bow, she had a special magic power, for it was made from a magic tree called Orgrone. These trees were rare and had the power to neutralize the effects of certain magic, including the fear and confusion that the Devorian crystals could cause. The girl with the white crystal was dressed in black and gray and kept concentrating on the crystal, using it to create chaos. Nikisha charged Korlok, but it was clear that it was going to be a rough fight to compensate for his size. He was quite a bit taller than her, him being an ogre and her being an elf. She also had to keep the girl within her sights too, and a boy who was just off in the distance as well. A couple of things that Nikisha took notice of was the black Skyrabian feather around the girl's neck and the bright orange light coming from the boy's hand.
I will defend Etheria, Nikisha said. At all costs, Korlek replied. The girl just laughed. And that's when they all heard it. A loud trumpet sound. What's that sound? asked the girl. Korlek looked up and around. That's when they saw a small crowd emerging from behind the hill, shouting, For Etheria! It was a handful of armored warriors of various races and weapons. Flying in among them, in the rain, wielding a spear was Prince Clef, as well as Prince William running on the ground with a sword, the rain bouncing off his helmet. There was also a dwarf, an elf, and others among them. Korlok looked at the girl and then looked at the crowd. Without a word, the girl used her feather and began to grow wings and shot up into the air. The ogre turned around and began to run away. Clef, keeping his sights on the windmaid, immediately flew in and tackled her before she could get away. They both tumbled to the ground, knocking the white crystal from her hands. The boy, who had been holding himself back the whole time, realized they were outnumbered and pulled out the orange blazing crystal and began to focus, summoning a large fire wall from the ground and blocking anyone from reaching the ogre or himself. Cowards! yelled Prince William. Get back here! heckled the dwarf. Quick, someone get the white crystal, Criff shouted, trying to keep the windmaid from escaping. Nakisha walked over and picked it up, looking down at the windmaid and shaking her head. By now, the power of the Devorian crystals was wearing off, and the group from the bunker emerged, still a little confused, but getting their thoughts and courage back minute by minute. Prince William, shouted Nea and Lulu. Did we get the crystal back? Darius asked. Nikisha nodded and tossed Darius the crystal, which began to power up and brighten as it flew in the air towards him. He caught it and put it back in his holster securely. And what about the black one? Ellery asked, keeping her wand handy. We weren't so lucky this time, said the elf. What on earth happened? asked Corin. Did we miss all the action? Well, they didn't put up much of a fight, explained William. As soon as they saw us coming, one of them summoned a wall of fire, and they ran away. Except this one, said Clef, motioning to the windmaid, now fully restrained. As they started to retell the events, the rain stopped and the ground began to quickly dry up, giving our adventurers a much-needed break from the elements. It also gave them time to discuss what their next steps were, because they still needed to find the other Tornadian Keeper and heal the Cloud Temple. The End The Land of Etheria is produced by a father-daughter team and made possible in part to its supporting fans. It's contributions from fans like you that keep the adventure going. If you enjoy The Land of Etheria and would like to see more episodes, please visit us at www.thelandofetheria.com and consider supporting the podcast. Thank you, and have a great night.